Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Psalm 32, verse 5. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest and encouragement during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod and music by various Christian artists who support our teaching. My name is Philip Wells and I will be your host for this episode. This is episode 143. We begin with a message from 1 Peter. This one's called Done With Sin. It was written by Pastor Mark Falk and was recorded by Pastor Peter Hagen. 1 Peter 4, verses 1, 2, and 3. Done with sin. Therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude, because he who has suffered in his body is done with sin. As a result, He does not live the rest of his earthly life for evil human desires, but rather for the will of God. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. 1 Peter 4, verses 1-3, NIV 1984. If you are wondering why we haven't been in 1 Peter for so long, this verse is the reason. I simply got stumped here, and I refused to write something that might be wrong as much as that lies within my abilities and understanding. But I'm going to give this text my best shot. First, a reminder about the general theme of 1 Peter. Look at the salutation, the greeting from chapter 1. To God's elect, strangers in the world, scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, And think once again how strange and often hated true Christians are. We are constantly, in every age, swimming up the cultural stream. If we're just floating our spiritual canoes downstream, we are destined for a waterfall. The theology of Christian suffering used to be more mainstream. Now praise music and conquering and overcoming and glory dominate the dominant Christian message. But the theology of the cross is central. If Christ had not suffered the cross, he would not, according to his human nature, have entered the glory of heaven. And this text says one thing for sure. If Christ suffered, Christians will suffer too. Writ short, no cross, no crown. But how and when are we done with sin? I don't see myself ever done with sin in this life, though suffering may help to purge me of some desires or at least the will to act on those vile thoughts that used to be a bigger problem. Suffering in the body certainly can and has led to many aged saints to keep their eyes on heaven. But are they done with sin? In our baptism, God counts us done with sin through Christ with whom we died. But is baptism suffering in the body? Yes, it pains my old nature that a new man of faith has arisen from the waters of baptism, but have I completely subjugated my sinful physical desires to my new man of faith? 
Not yet, as far as I can tell. Still, I count myself one of the saints on earth, for my trust is in Christ, his death and his resurrection alone. I have come to agree with an old Lutheran commentator named Lenski. Sometimes I find him a bit overbearing, as in, Thus says Lenski, thus it is true. But his logic here fits with scripture. We are not done with sin totally until we die. Then our suffering and all resistance to sin involves suffering is at an end. Only after death will we feel no more pains of the body, no bodily chastisements, no effect of sin in the body, no physical or mental urges that must be denied. Peter's readers and many Christians in every age have suffered much more for bearing the name of Jesus than the American Christian, i.e., I have suffered. But we all suffer, and suffering hurts. How good it will be to be in heaven, and truly, finally, and completely, and forever be done with sin. It will be a bigger joy than even many of our childlike hopes for heaven. Next, we have a song by Koine from their album called Koine. This is Chief of Sinners.
Next up, we have a message from Peace Devotions. This one is from Pastor Tim Hartwig and is titled, The Guilt of Sin. I was having something like a pillow fight with my younger brother and sister. We'd done it many times, but this was different. This time when I hit my sister in the back of the head, she pitched forward onto the concrete floor. Her face hit the floor and she snapped one of the top teeth in her mouth. The next day she went to the dentist and he put a cap on it, but the cap stuck out at just a slight angle so you could notice it. In the years to come when I saw that tooth, I would remember my guilt. I had done that. I had hurt my little sister. Many of us carry guilt in this life. We remember our bad behavior of the past, the people that we've hurt, the shame that we've brought upon ourselves. If you felt like that, you're not alone. King David knew what it was to be guilty. He had slept with another man's wife and then plotted and carried out the murder of that man. He knew that he was guilty, not only in the courtroom of his heart, but in the courtroom of heaven. He knew that if God judged him according to his commandments, he would be condemned. But David also knew that God is gracious and merciful. He found the solution to his guilt. He wrote in Psalm 32, Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. David knew he was guilty, but he knew the solution. Maybe you also have carried guilt. Follow David's example and find the solution in our gracious God. He desires to forgive you. In fact, his desire caused him to send Jesus to live and die to take away all of your sins. So turn to the Lord, confess your sins, and he will forgive you for Jesus' sake. Amen. And now we're joined by Luke Italiano with To Tell the Story. This one's called Even for the Guilty. The innocent traitor screamed in the courtyard as the lash snapped down on his back. Pilate shook his head as he paced the colonnade. He may claim to be a king, but he was no traitor. Deluded? Yes. Claimed to be more than he is? Yes. But the only reason he was on trial was that the chief priests were jealous. And Pilate loved to stick it to those chief priests. He loved to mock them. But now, they are whipping up a riot, and Pilate couldn't afford another one of those. Not anymore. What to do with an innocent traitor? The lash landed again. Scarlet droplets flew. Soldiers cheered. Pilot, paced. What to do? Aha! Pilot snapped his fingers. Of course! It was Passover time. Bring him, 
he yells to the guard and goes to the judge's seat. The crowd outside quiets as he takes his place, and the soldiers bring out the broken king, a bloody back, tattered rags of a purple robe, a crown of thorns scraping against skull. Behold your king, Pilate cheers. The crowd sneers. Pilate said to them, It is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus, the king of the Jews who is called Christ? It was an obvious choice. The innocent king that was so popular or the guilty murderer? <laughs> who would choose the guilty over the innocent? And as Pilate makes the offer, a servant bends over his ear. Sir, a message from your wife. Yes. She says, Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, because I have suffered a great deal today in a dream on account of him. Pilate shakes his head and waves the servant off. Of course the man was innocent. Anyone could see it. He looks to the crowd again. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? And with one voice they answered, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! What? They choose the guilty over the innocent? Who would choose a murderer over the Prince of Peace? What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called Christ, the one you call King of the Jews? Crucify him! they shout. Crucify him! Pilate did all he could to release the innocent man. He returned to the colonnade. He paced. He questioned this Jesus. The crowd grew more and more violent, and he couldn't afford that. Not anymore. He goes to the balcony again. Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then release him. Crucify him! Crucify him! You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! How could you crucify an innocent man? And then the Jews shouted, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar's. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. They were blackmailing him. No friend of Caesar? Innocent or not, if Pilate let this traitor go free, if Pilate let this king go free, they would report him to Rome. He would have his own government after him. Pilate stood before the judge's seat, placed his hands on the arms, and lowered himself onto the hard, hard bench. He looked over the crowd. He motioned for a bowl of water to be brought, and he washed his hands. I am innocent of this man's blood. And with that, the innocent was condemned, while the guilty Barabbas was let go.
free. Brothers and sisters, this is what Jesus does for you. He was innocent, sentenced for our guilt, so that we may be declared not guilty. And this story is true. We end our time together this week with a song by Tracy Fedke, Upon the Cross Extended.
You have been listening to Canebound Podcast, episode 143. This podcast was first shared in February of 2019. We'd like to thank Pastor Peter Hagen for recording First Peter for us this week. Pastor Peter Hagen does a daily audio podcast called Raised with Jesus. Find out more at raisedwithjesus.com. Peace devotions are short gospel-centric video devotions posted on Facebook and YouTube every Monday and Thursday. They are produced by the Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Find links and more at peacedevotions.com. You can find more from Luke Italiano at breadforbeggars.com. And we would like to thank Koine and Tracy Fedke for letting us share their music with you this week. As always, you can find an episode archive and links to the artists featured in this show by going to canaanboundpodcast.com. If you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to visit wells.net to find a Wells ministry location near you. Thank you for listening, and God bless your week.